0: Welcome to Inspiration Rising. I'm your host, David Trotter, and we're here to inspire you to rise up in your life, love, and leadership. Well, I'm excited to let you know that I've written a book just for you. It's called Empowered to Rise, The Secret to Embracing Your True Identity, Uncovering Your Superpowers, and Bringing Your Inspiration to the World. Through all my work with women and the men who support them, I am struck by how many people feel disempowered on a daily basis. And much of that lack of confidence seems to stem from three places. If you have not embraced your true identity, if you haven't uncovered your superpowers, and if you are not bringing your inspiration to the world, my guess is that you don't have a strong sense of empowerment in your life. And that's why I wrote "Empower to Rise. I want to remind you that you are already empowered, but you must be intentional about harnessing it. I've already asked you and the members of the Inspiration Rising Insiders Facebook group to pick the name of the book. You voted and made the final choice. Plus, you also chose the book cover design based on a number of options that I threw out there on two different occasions. And you voted on the length of the book, which you said you wanted to be around 150 pages or less. A quick read. Well, now I want to invite you to be part of the book launch team. At the time of this recording, I have 59 people who have signed up so far. And my goal is to have over 100. If you sign up at insporising.com slash launch team, that's insporising.com slash launch team, you'll have the opportunity to read the manuscript before anyone else. In fact, I'll email you a PDF on Friday, February 14th, 2020. And then, even though it's not required, I want to welcome you to submit feedback by Friday, February 21st. I'll have an online form that asks you some simple questions because I want to invite your feedback in order to make the book even better. You'll receive a free physical copy of the book mailed to you in the month of March. I would invite you then to post a review on Amazon, which you can do even if you didn't purchase the book on that website. And ultimately, I would be honored to have you help spread the word of this life-changing message through social media. You can sign up online right now at insporising.com slash launch team. And if you're listening after February 2020... You can simply find the book on Amazon.com by searching for Empowered to Rise by David Trotter. Well, today I want to give you a taste of the book by reading you a portion of chapter one. Chapter one, I am inspired. My life has been inspired from the moment of conception. Have you ever marveled at the fact that you even exist? What are the odds of you being conceived by your parents and being born into this world? Well, Dr. Ali Benazir actually attempts to quantify the probability by calculating a number of simple factors that produce extraordinary results. Well, first of all, what's the probability of your dad meeting your mom? Dr. Benazir estimates one in 20,000. What's the likelihood of them staying together long enough to have kids? Well, through some fancy math, he estimates one in 2,000. The combined probability is 1 in 40 million. Now let's take the sperm and egg into account. Quoting Dr. Benazir, You are the result of the fusion of one particular egg with one particular sperm. Each sperm and each egg is genetically unique because of the process of meiosis. A fertile woman has 100,000 viable eggs on average. A man will produce about 12 trillion sperm over the course of his reproductive lifetime. Let's say a third of those, 4 trillion, are relevant to our calculation since the sperm created after your mom hits menopause don't count. So the probability of that one sperm with half your name on it hitting that one egg with the other half of your name on it is one in four hundred quadrillion. There you go. The chances of you existing are one in 400 quadrillion. Now, I know you math nerds out there are thinking, well, that's not exactly correct. Okay, sure. We can't prove all the numbers. That's why it's called probability. But you get the point. The odds that you exist at all are basically zero. You are truly a miracle, From the moment of your conception, your life has been inspired. Okay, hold off on visualizing the conception part. Let's fast forward to the delivery room. When was the last time you actually took a moment to contemplate the very moment you entered the world? Even though you don't remember the actual day or the precise moment, envision your mom laying there in the hospital bed. You've seen photos of her when she was younger. Before she earned all those gray hairs from the stress of worrying about you? Well, can you see her face? Perhaps her mother or a close friend is at her side. Maybe your father is in the room. Can you see the anticipation in their eyes? They were so excited to meet you and probably a bit nervous about your arrival. Will everything be okay? Will you have all ten fingers and ten toes? Can you see your mom? Grimacing in pain with each contraction, do you hear the voices reassuring her? And as you make your entrance into the world, do you see the look of love on your mother's face? Can you hear your family cheer with excitement as they learn of your arrival? If you've given birth, if you've watched a child being born, if you've held a newborn baby, if you've looked into the eyes of a young child, you know The absolute miracle of life. After being married several years, Laura and I started trying to get pregnant, and month after month, the disappointing news of a period would arrive. Our friends would announce their pregnancies or send out baby shower invitations, and the flow of tears would stream down Laura's face, and I would do my best to comfort her. Two years later, we finally went to the doctor to see if there were any physical complications. When all the results came back as normal, Laura was prescribed a fertility drug to increase our chances of conceiving. She was scheduled to start taking the medication on a Friday and we found out on Wednesday that she was pregnant. I'll never forget standing in our kitchen as we embraced with tears and gazed at the double line on the pregnancy test. We had no idea what we were in for but we were excited nonetheless. Eight months later, we were in a movie theater watching Arlington Road and Laura gets up to use the bathroom. And as the suspense builds, I sink deep into my seat and I hear someone whispering from behind, David, David. I'm thinking, who in God's name is interrupting me during the best part of the movie? What the? David. I finally turned around and I see Laura waddling down the aisle. My water just broke. We need to go but it's the last 15 minutes of the movie and you're, you're three weeks early. Are you kidding me? Okay, I actually didn't say that, but it's what I was thinking. With her pants stuffed with paper towels, we scurried out to the car, rushed home to pick up a bag and headed to the hospital to quickly check in. Things were happening so fast and I was about to become a father. Standing next to Laura's bed, she gripped my hand tightly, sweating, moaning and nervous. She was a bit nervous as well. This thing started to emerge from between her legs, and I literally said out loud, what is that? Um, that's your daughter's head getting squeezed into the size of a large peach as it emerges from your wife's loins? Good lord. I saw things I can't unsee that day. Out pops a skinny red body covered in white goopy stuff, and it was the most magical moment ever. How does this even happen? Over 12 hours after we checked into the hospital, our daughter, Waverly, entered this world after overcoming a 1 in 400 quadrillion chance of being born. It's like she was covered in a glorious glitter of inspiration from the moment she arrived, and I'm pretty sure we could have waited an extra 15 minutes to see the end of the movie. You may be thinking, okay, sure, babies are pretty amazing, but at this stage of life, I wouldn't necessarily call myself inspired. So when exactly did your inspiration glitter wear off? Was it when you went to school and somebody made fun of you? Was it when you liked that boy and he broke up with you? Was it when you tried out for that team and you didn't make it? Was it when you failed a class, experienced abuse, were fired from a job, got a divorce, had a miscarriage, or fill in the blank? Or did it wear off from the day-to-day stress of life, from taking care of the kids, trying to make a relationship work, holding down a job, and making sure a location scout from the show Hoarders doesn't show up at your front door? It's funny how the challenges of life can scrub away the sparkle of inspiration and leave us feeling like mere survival is the best-case scenario. Sparkles are for movie stars and so-called influencers who don't know what it's like to live in the real world. Our world, the world where bills and baby barf and dust and dog hair are the norm. Okay, let's take a step back and open up the Merriam-Webster Dictionary for a moment. The word inspire can be traced back to the Latin word inspirar. Did I say that right? Which means to breathe or blow into. In its earliest written English usage, it meant to influence, move, or guide through divine or supernatural agency or power. Unfortunately, our modern watered-down usage has come to evoke a warm and fuzzy feeling of motivation that comes and goes based on how our day is going. What if we started to think about inspiration as something so much more than an emotion? What if inspiration was part of your identity, your true identity? What if the divine breathed inspiration into you at the moment of your conception What if that miraculousness of babies is still within you? What if it never went away, but somehow you've forgotten about it or become distracted by other things? What if you're still just as inspired as you were the moment you were conceived and the moment you arrived into this world? Last Sunday, my family and I decided to grab lunch at Norm's. Imagine if Denny's and Waffle House had a baby and it came out looking orange. If you've heard of this iconic Southern California chain of diners, your face is either smiling with delight or squished up in revulsion. There's really no in-between. Norm's slogan is where life happens 24-7, and they're not wrong. After putting our name in and noticing a large crowd in the lobby area, we take a seat on the curb of the sidewalk as we wait for our name to be called. A few minutes later, a woman walks up carrying a backpack and a duffel bag. She plops them down on the ground about 20 feet away from us and asks, are you driving? Not at the moment, I respond. Well, I'm looking for a ride down to the library. Which one, I ask? The Mariner's Library in Newport Beach. As I contemplate her request, my mind is searching for clues. Are you from around here, I asked. Oh, I'm up here from Laguna Beach, just doing some shopping. Hmm, highly unlikely. She's walking down a major street in our area that's known to attract people who are experiencing challenges in life. Is she sane? Is she a safe person? Is she traveling? Is she living on the streets? The woman is rather well-kempt, including her shoes and bags, two things that aren't easy to keep clean when you're living outdoors. Are you driving? She loudly asks a guy exiting the restaurant. He glances up from his phone, grunts at her awkward request, and keeps moving. She starts talking to herself and One of my questions was partially answered. You're probably thinking the same thing we were. Why is she asking if people are driving? What a weird question. Just ask for a ride. Geez, I feel like I wanted to start coaching her on how to get rides more effectively, but I'm not sure my advice would be well-received. Are you driving? She politely asks a well-dressed couple in their late 70s as they walk within arm's length of her. The silver-haired woman wearing a black sweater with a faux fur collar turns in disgust and said, who would ever let you into their car? You pig. This is one of those moments when time stands still and you wonder if you're really hearing what you're hearing. You filthy pig, yells the woman with two bags. Well, that escalated quickly. Who in their right mind would ever let someone as nasty as you into their car? Okay, I think we get your point, ma'am. You mother-blanking-skank, the ride-seeker yells. Meanwhile, as the lady's husband pinches the top of her sweater between his two fingers and slowly leads her to their ever-so-precious vehicle, the woman asking for a ride gets in one more jab. Your car won't even let you into your car! Probably one of the greatest mic drop moments I've ever witnessed. Trotter, party of four. We hopped up from the curb and headed inside. I didn't catch a glimpse of their vehicle, but my guess is it was a pristine older model black Cadillac with their names monogrammed on some fuzzy dashboard cover. Oh, you were thinking that as well? As you can imagine, our lunch conversation began with the question, who says that to another human being? Well, Let me answer that for you. Someone who denies the inspiration within another. When we choose to think less of someone based on their circumstances in life, gender, sexual preference, nationality, ethnicity, skin color, religion, education, or socioeconomic status, we have denied their true identity as one who is inspired. I believe the inherent value of every human being is based on the fact that the divine has breathed life into them. Each and every person is inspired, and that inspiration doesn't rub off or evaporate no matter what they experience or don't experience. And that includes you, too. If you've failed to live up to your parents' expectations or your own, if you've been married and divorced or not married at all, if you've lost a child or haven't been able to conceive one, if you've been fired from a job or can't seem to land one at all, if you've had to drive a clunker car or can't even afford one, if you've walked away from your religion or never even believed, you are still inspired. No matter what has happened in your life, good, bad, or ugly, you will always be inspired because it's your true identity. Your true identity is something that never changes because it is rooted in the fact that you were breathed into life by the divine. Maybe you use words like universe, God, goddess, or something else, but your identity isn't based on outward circumstances or even your inner thoughts and emotions. It is interwoven into the very fiber of your being. I hope you enjoyed listening to just a portion of chapter one from Empowered to Rise, the secret to embracing your true identity, uncovering your superpowers, and bringing your inspiration to the world. I'd love your feedback on the manuscript and ultimately your help spreading the message of this book to thousands of people around the globe. Will you join the launch team at insporising.com slash launch team? That's insporising.com slash launch team. Please join me. I would love your help. I would love your support in spreading this life-changing message around the globe.